Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern, Ned Reynolds, ho, ho, ho. The holidays are approaching. So is the Chiefs-Raiders game on Christmas Day. What are the odds looking like right now? It haven't changed. It's still Kansas City by 10, and that's really appropriate. Kansas City is a better team than the Las Vegas Raiders. Raiders started out well, but they've had problems getting their team together, and that seems to be the Raiders' problem every year. But somewhere along the line, these things run in peaks and valleys, and they're in a valley right now. But I do think the Raiders will bounce back in the next couple of years and achieve their status of past years. Kansas City rolling right along despite their (laughs) partially media-created problems. I think they're in pretty good shape. They're uh, healthy. I would... Not be at all surprised to see Pacheco maybe start the game. He may also alternate with Clyde Edwards-Alaire in the backfield. But regardless of that, it's expected to be kind of a damp day. It is going to be fairly warm, which is pretty good. But the dampness nonetheless. But noontime, Christmas Day, and Mike the intern will be there. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Should be a good game. Bring in the poncho, but uh, I'll take a little bit of rain in high 50s at Arrowhead in December all day <laughs> long, sir. Uh, watching that game last night between the Saints and Rams, I had more than one thought about how much I missed D-Rob as a Kansas City Chief. Pretty good player. Hell yeah, yeah dude. Marcus Robinson, he, he, he had some great catches last night. Rams are... You know, they're they're better as opposed to what they've been. They had a real down year with injuries last year, but they came back. Rams won the game 30-22. to That's misleading because New Orleans made a, a big charge in the, well, the second half, mostly the final quarter. But the fact is the Rams had the game pretty well in hand all the way, and that's their eighth win of the year. They're 8-7 and seven on the year with two to go, and it's, it's, this team could make it into the playoffs, and they'd be a threat if that happened. Definitely. And again, NFC, It at one point they showed that stat, um, and I don't remember what, uh, it was pretty much everyone in the hunt, and there was a 4-5 <laughs> team tie at 7-7 seven and seven going into that game last night. That didn't happen too often. But uh, yeah, should be a lot of fun. Do you remember that Christmas Day game 52 years ago? <laughs> like it was yesterday. <laughs> I was at KY3 at the time, and back then, uh, under the rules of the NFL, KY3 carried almost all the Chiefs games. They were all on NBC. That was the AFL back then. It wasn't the AFC as such. And that happened to be, and you're talking about Christmas Day, Christmas Day, which was very similar to what today is and probably similar weather-wise to what it's going to be in Kansas City on Christmas Day this year. The difference is it's regular season still now. It was the playoffs back then. Teams played 14 games, 14 regular season games, and Miami and Kansas City had their first-round playoff game and this is before Arrowhead. It was in the old municipal stadium mm-hmm. on Brooklyn Avenue up in Kansas City. Places jammed, of course, with about what, 36, 37,000 fans. That's all they could fit in. The old ballpark is where the Kansas City A's and Kansas City Royals began. But over and above all that, great game. Back and forth they went. Ed Podolak, I'll not forget this, 350 yards of total offense that day. 350 yards. But everybody remembers, unfortunately, because he was a great Hall of Fame kicker, Jan Stenerud. He missed a couple of what would appear to be chip shots, and then he had a third field goal blocked in that game. And in the longest game, and it is, folks, in history, 52 years ago on Christmas Day, longest game in history, six quarters, 82 minutes, 82 minutes and 40 seconds, 
brings back a lot of memories, I'll tell you them in a minute. And Miami won it 27-24 on a Garo Yepremian field goal. And I'm there, I'm at KY3 recording this game because I'm going on the air a little bit later on. Worked all the Christmas holidays and so forth and so on. On By design, I worked them. <laughs> but, are you coming home for Christmas dinner? When is this? And boy, when I got, it was Ice City. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just as cold as that food waiting on the table for you. Some of us in the kingdom believe that game was the start of the 50-year curse for us, and it definitely felt like it because it nothing changed. I had a great team, and that was what kind of took our mojo for a very long time, Ned. And kind of a star-crossed season for the Lady Bears so far. Well, they had this tournament going on, it, it, and it, that's unfair to say. It's a classic more than it was a tournament because it wasn't a winner's bracket, loser's bracket game. But it concluded yesterday, and the Lady Bears win both games in their classics. And they win those games, Mike, by a grand total of two points. A one win on Wednesday, a one-point win on Wednesday, and a one-point win yesterday. How about that for classic? Yesterday's game's a little bit different. Brigham Young, when... They fell to the Lady Bears 56-55, played a very tough defensive game and had a chance to win it. In Western Kentucky's case, Lady Bears were up by 15 points in the fourth period. Lady uh, Women's college basketball is played in quarters and not in halves as such. And in the fourth period, Lady Bears up by 15, let it get away. Western Kentucky came back, firing in three-point shots, got the margin to one. 69-68, and that's how the game ended. So the Lady Bears, they kind of win their classic with by two points. Two points. One in each game. That's incredible. How the men do? Well, the men are on their way to California, and they're going to play tomorrow in Moraga, California, against St. Mary's. Now, this St. Mary's team's a puzzle. They were picked to win their conference, and their conference includes Gonzaga, but that hasn't turned out to be the case. The St. Mary's team has five losses. They have eight wins. They're eight and five. Played last night. And they played in Morago on their home court where they'll play tomorrow against the Bears. Played uh, Northern Kentucky, which is a Horizon League team and used to play in the same conference with Drury. Well, it was not pretty. 92 to 56, St. Mary's won the game. But I'll tell you this, it's not a prediction of any way, but... This Bears team that's going out there to play and has never won in Morocco in, in three, three tries, they're good. It's a very good Missouri State team. They're not Northern Kentucky nor anybody else, any of these patsies that St. Mary's might have played. The Bears can play with this team and give them a tough time and could come away with an upset victory. Northern Kentucky didn't have the weapons. The Bears do. They have height. They have physicality, and they have the shooting ability. They have all the weapons to give St. Mary's a very tough time, and that's tomorrow afternoon when they play. See what kind of team we have. I know we've said that before, but that continues, my friends. So Ned, Joe, and the B team will have their Christmas mimosas going and flowing on Monday before the Chiefs play at noon. You guys start at 10. We do indeed. 10 o'clock for the what's euphemistically called Ned Talk. It is the Chiefs' pre-pre-game show. This 10 o'clock Christmas morning, we're here live Obviously, you can can't do a show like that tape, but we will be here live and then here from 10 to 11 and then from 11 to noontime. It's the Chiefs pregame show and then the game itself as the Chiefs play the Las Vegas Raiders. Should be a lot of fun. Looking forward to it. And I wish from us that everybody has a Merry Christmas. Well, thank you so much, Ned. I hope you have a wonderful Christmas and I will see you soon, brother.